Yeah. Foolish Americans. I'm uh, Bill Preston Schmalfeld. Uh, I think Diane's around here somewhere. Yes, I is. You, you want to get over here and we, we can do a podcast or something? Yeah, I didn't uh, know we were doing it. That's well, why. Uh, <laughs> I have to tell you everything. I have to... I can't read your mind, unfortunately. My mind is an open book. <laughs> I have the easiest mind in the world to read. Uh, my facial expression tells you everything you need to know, except where is my vape cigarette? Because <laughs> I see you've got yours with you. And if you think I'm going to sit here and let you out-vape me, you have another thing coming. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm wondering if she knocked it down somewhere. By she, we're talking about Onyx the Bald Pussy. Yes. Mm, That's a pen. Can't smoke a pen. I suppose I could. I mean, it's not like it would be an impossible... Oh, there it is. It's there. Yeah, it's my little pink, my little pink vape ciggy thing. Yeah. Anyway, we've uh, changed the name of the show to reflect the fact that, oh Christ, the rest of the na- the rest of the rest of the world. Are you belching? I thought I heard a little eh come out oh, of you over there. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Let it go, baby. I mean, better outside than in. No, definitely. But yes. Let it fly. <laughs> We're foolish Americans. We don't know any better. <laughs> I want to take this opportunity here and now on behalf uh, for our, our international listeners, should we ever have uh, any someday, uh, to apologize. It's not our fucking fault. I did not vote for Donald Trump. She did not vote for Donald Trump. But a whole lot of dumbasses did. Yeah. And we personally live in this teeny, tiny, blue island inside a sea of red. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, we've got like red algae surrounding us. And we're <laughs> yeah, we're broadcasting to you from uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and uh, we'll make a regular thing out of this. I'm gonna have to create a new website now. Uh, I'm gonna have to adjust the Onyx, the bald pussy gear to reflect that this is no longer blood on the microphone. It's those foolish Americans. And those uh, two people you see looking lost and alone in the logo are myself and Lady Di. You can tell the difference. Lady Di has hair on top of her head. (laughs) Sitting there looking like a blow-up doll of a a man. Is that what the... Yeah, that's what the... The American... the, um, The foolish Americans are saying? Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, let's see if he's got anything going on in his blog tonight. We're talking about... Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm, I'm in the process. I just kissed myself because I love me so much. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm in the process of loading up music 
onto a radio station that will go live probably later tonight. Well, radio. The, the, the clowns, they're always like, oh, radio. And they put it like in scare quotes because it's not real radio. It's only internet radio. Meanwhile, not a one of them has his or her own internet broadcast station. Or would they be able to pull it off? And you, I found you on the internet three years ago. Back, actually, four years ago now. Yeah. It was back, the end of 2012, yeah. Yeah, no, 13. 2013, yeah, yeah. end of 2013. Her basic arithmetic skills are suffering. Not cool. Mine are. Mm-hmm. I get. Parkinson's disease and it it hurts my brain but uh, yeah I, I took this girl and turned her into a podcasting legend in a matter of hours actually I mean the the, the just got a natural skill <laughs> yeah you know, oh baby you got more than that <laughs> one of the uh, programs one of the sketches we're going to do, uh, when we get around to it, it is going to be a sex advice show. <laughs> Blowjobs and uh, other important matters, hosted by Donald and Melania. <laughs> We've got Max Payload, government uh, investigator, and a bunch of other stuff, too. But I, I was just about to go to the uh, hogwash... Oh, no, I was just about to explain... Ah, my mind. Yeah, it's going in a... F- I'm going in 17 different directions here. And the listener by now is totally confused. <laughs> Welcome to your world. Welcome to my... Whoa, a little lower there. <laughs> uh, just scratch, scratch, scratch. A little, a little lower. A little, a little higher, 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 higher. Oh, that's the spot. That's the spot. That's the spot. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Lena, you're not done yet. Keep going, keep going. You know what that sounds like. I don't care what it sounds like. Oh, yeah, baby. Ah. (laughs) Okay, 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 okay. Oh, I'm there. There we go. Now now slap me. (laughs) Slap me on the ass with that dildo, baby. I've been bad. Uh, I was talking about this radio station on Radionomy that I'm in the process of creating. I'm hoping to have it on the air. er, On the air. See, there I go again. He's not on the air because it's not a real radio station. It's only an internet radio. It's still on the air. Go fuck yourself, Hulk. No, he's he's the big like, big time broadcaster, you know. He was. I showed you that picture of him when he was the uh, uh, assistant manager in charge of accounts or something <laughs> at his Vanderbilt University radio station. You remember that picture, right? That yeah. hairless, pimply face. <laughs> yeah. I think that's why he grew the beard to hide the acne scars. Uh, 
Hey, if you got scars, be proud, man. You know, if you, you suffered through acne, you, your face looks like the backside of the moon. Fine. <laughs> That's the face God gave you. Wear it. Just wear it. Don't hide behind that poop flaked whisker conglomeration soup strainer uh, cum catcher that you have there. <laughs> I'm being bad tonight. There's something wrong with me, I think. Anyway, uh, I'm in the process <laughs> of creating a radionomy. And if it's not radio, why do they call it radionomy? Why don't they call it Internet Broadcasting Anonymy? <laughs> oh, well, they have to leave the O off and just call it Internet broadcasting, Nami. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But it's called Those Foolish Americans. And I expect to have it up and online and uh, operating, hopefully, by the time uh, I get to bed tonight. Because if I do it after I go to bed, then uh, it'll be a result of sleepwalking and. I'm already told that I sleep pee. <laughs> Isn't that what you said? You got up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom and... About what time was this? About uh, 5.30 or so. 5.30, I got up to go to the bathroom. Did, did I hit the toilet? <laughs> yes. Okay, thank God. <laughs> thank God. I didn't, like, get up and pee into your shoe or anything. <laughs> Not that your shoe would hold that much urine, but she has the feet, the delicate, dainty feet of an elf. The only thing missing from her shoes is the little point that curls up with a little jingle bell at the end of it. So I wear a women's size six. So what? <laughs> my feet were bigger on my birth certificate. My footprints were larger now then than hers are now, but I still love her. I still love her. Anyway, I was in the process of creating this radio station, internet broadcasting station, online internet music and commentary presentation thing process that I'm calling, or that we're calling, because I never do anything by myself anymore. If it's mine, it's hers. <laughs> if it's hers... It's hers. No, if it's... I was your, confused. If it's yours, it's mine. Why do you... If it's mine, it's yours, it's ours, and that's a good thing. Put your hand back where it was. All right, lower. <laughs> a little higher, a little bit higher. Yeah, there you go, go. Dig, 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 dig. Oh, a little lower, a little lower, a little lower. Ah! Oh, a little bit lower. Come on, baby, you can do better than that. <laughs> Jesus! What do you think I'm paying you for? Let's go, 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 go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Scratch me. Scratch yeah. me and make me bleed. Oh, 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 oh. oh that was good. Look at the top of my head. See the goosebumps? Yeah. I'm not faking that. <laughs> uh, we'll take a brief break while I go change my underwear. 
Anyway, I was in the process of creating this uh, radionomy thing. Uh, it'll be called These Foolish Americans, and you'll find the widget for... Oh, boy, could I go for a widget right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> could I go for a widget right now? You got a widget in you, baby? No. Uh, fuck. Anyway, <laughs> maybe later. Uh, huh? <laughs> anyway, I was in the process of... Losing my train of thought. Well, oh, here it's right on the screen. Here it's it's called uh, those foolish Americans because let's face it, the fact is, the rest of the world thinks there's something in our water. The the it, I, I think actually this began back in. Um, is it okay if I tell everybody that you've been in your pajamas all day? Yeah, it's fine. And that there's absolutely nothing on under those jammies. They're pajamas. What the hell? And but but if I were to pull that zipper down, I'd be in for a show that we can't really share with. Yeah, well, we could. Not. We let's could. Not. I mean, I could fire up a Facebook uh, broadcast live right now. Well, let's not. Okay. Well, if you'd rather not, <laughs> I think you're missing the boat. <laughs> I would. I think you have much to be proud of. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Slap me with that dildo. <laughs> Break my teeth with it. <laughs> Club me over the head till I'm unconscious. And call me names. Anyway, I was in the process. <laughs> oh, fuck it. <laughs> All right. I'm sorry, what? You were talking about how Americans are idiots. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're pretty typical. (laughs) At least I am. (laughs) I don't know about you, but I am. Uh, And there's this other fellow I want you to know about. He lives in uh, Manassas, Virginia. Everyone considered him the coward of Manassas. He never stood one single time to prove Manassas wrong. His mama named him Aaron, but the folks just called him stupid. Something always told me they were reading Aaron wrong. I was mistaken. It was May in 2010 when he wrote a blog about Islam. I only read it once because of all the blasphemy. I still recall the hateful words as written there by Aaron. My name's Aaron Worthing and I dare you come kill me. Cut off my head and then shoot me till I'm dead I ain't scared of Muslims who I shame Now it proves I'm a man with this tough guy racist stand I'm gonna ride this blog to right-wing fame Just please nobody say my real last name This hateful Islamophobe was soon known through the right wing. On his blog, he didn't have to prove he was a man. 
One day while he was loafing at his job, he saw on Twitter someone knew his real name, and he was gonna tell. Aaron wrote a letter to the folks who ran his office. His tears fell, this mattered more than his co-workers' lives. He sent the note by email and then waited for the phone call. As his tears fell on his new iPhone, he heard these words again. Cut off my head and then shoot me till I'm dead. I ain't scared of Muslims who I shame. Now it proves I'm a man with this tough guy racist stand. I'm gonna ride this blog to right-wing fame. Just please nobody say my real last name. The gals in Human Resources quick called them up a lawyer. The lawyer sent an email and told Aaron he was done. When Aaron packed his office up, nobody wished him good luck. They just covered up their smiles when Aaron walked through the door. All those years of hatred had just jumped right up to bite him. He thought he was ordained to be the latest right-wing star. But Aaron lost his cushy job. He lost more than he reckoned. And now he makes his wife check for the bombs under his car. And I remember how he wrote, They cut off my head and then shot me till I'm dead. I'm real scared of Muslims who I shame. Now I'm a washed up liar and my wife bomb checks my car. And bet your ass I know who is to blame. Me, probably. I'll wet my pants when someone says his name. Aaron Walker. <laughs> considers him the coward of Manassas. Nobody was smart aleck like the people of America are to our president. Yes. And that is the tenor of this program. Uh, we're going to focus on how the rest of the world sees us by lampooning our, uh, well, our national stupidity. I mean, what kind of nation elects Donald Trump to be its president? <laughs> A stupid one. Uh, well, we don't really need to lampoon Trump much. He does that for himself. But. Yeah, but we need to point it out. You know, we, we, the, we the resistance needs to resist. Yep. And this is how we resist. Now, this is nothing new. People have been laughing at America ever since George W. Bush started a war he didn't have to start. And ever since the Tea Party took control. Now, this was some years ago. Yeah. This we was weapons of mass destruction, my right. ass. Yeah. Well, <laughs> um, if you're going to admit that, <laughs> I don't think 
you've done too much damage with that thing yet, but uh, what the hell? If you know yourself better than anybody. <laughs> I'm just saying, we all know that's not why he... All I know is wild. I can lay down a gas attack that'll... Uh, uh, you don't want to fall down in a house I've lived in for a while because the last three inches above the floor are all fart. Anyway, we have more stupidity per capita in this country because of right-wing, religio-fascist nonsense, such as an idea posited by a Texas congressman a few years ago saying that if you could somehow arm a fetus there'd be no more abortion. In a world of amniotic fluid and darkness with only the sound of a beating heart to keep you company, you think you're safe. But little Johnny McDane wasn't taking any chances. Go ahead, Mommy. Make my birthday. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Johnny McDane, baby with a Bushmaster. One more push, Mrs. McDane. The baby's crowning. One more push, and here he is. And oh, God, he's fucking me. Hasta la vista, Mommy. Baby with a Bushmaster. Okay, the rest of you here in the nursery, come with me if you want to live. Baby with a Bushmaster. No uterus could hold him. No hospital could keep him overnight without the free consent of the health insurance company. Come ahead without me, Johnny. Your last round caught me in the leg. Stay with me, Stella. I've never lost a baby yet. We are getting out of this hellhole. It's a boy! Baby with a Bushmaster. This build is not yet rated. Coming this summer. I have to go potty, but I'll be back. In utero, no one can hear you scream. Looking at Stephen Stockman's Twitter one day, and I laughed at the thing that I saw. Oh, he may be a congressman of Tea Party ways, but horse sense is what he ain't got. I'm quick on the uptake. I'd like to get a tax break from our new Texas congressman. But I know damn for certain my name ain't Richard Burton and you can't give a fetus a gun. When I'm with a girly, her hair all blonde and curly and we have some illicit fun. In a condom I trusted, she sees that it got busted. Still, you can't give a fetus a gun. If she's knocked up, cause you cocked up. No, you can't give a fetus a gun. 
She won't need extortion, just pay for her abortion, cause they're safe when they're cleanly done. The pro-lifers will gird her and holler baby murder, they can yell, cuss and fight, but a gal's got the right and you can't give a fetus a gun. And if you could do it, you'd probably live to rue it, arming some woman's baking bun. Cause a gun would confuse it, it won't know how to use it, oh you can't give a fetus a gun. Unborn armed with weapons might just be born as felons if they shoot at and kill someone. When they take aim and then miss, there would be abortionists. No, you can't give a fetus a gun. From the birth room to the courtroom, no, you can't give a fetus a gun. In Texas, we don't care if you don't think that it's fair that we'll charge you for murder one. No ifs, ands, or maybes. We got death row for babies. And you won't get a hug. Just a heart-stopping drug. <laughs> oh, you can't give a fetus a gun. Yo, you can, but... Go very well. It was like I said, you know, the, the gun would confuse it. It won't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're listening to the, those foolish Americans with Bill Preston Schmalfelt and Diane Preston Schmalfelt and the things we find in this country to argue about. A woman's right to abortion, for instance. You know that? Remember that controversy? Uh, I believe a year or so ago, where uh, they they phonied up a film about how Planned Parenthood was <laughs> selling baby parts. Yeah, uh, this is a little bit of something from that. You're listening to radio station WGOD in East Elbo, Alabama. Stay tuned next for the hour of smug self-righteousness. Good day, my most gentle listeners. I am the most reverend apostle, bishop evangelist, Biff Buford from the First Church of the Holy God in Righteousness for his namesake assembly of apostles and disciples of the one true Jesus. We broadcast from our facilities in WGOD in East Elbow, Alabama. And now that we have elected Donald Trump and have eradicated the stain of homosexuality from the face of the earth, there's yet another most pernicious evil that I must discuss with you today. Oh, yes, gentle listener, 
now that there are no more filthy homosexuals on God's beautiful home planet, we must turn our attentions to another, perhaps even more foul and disgusting disease that mars the face of our nation like a bad patch of acne on an oily teenager's face. I speak, of course, of the evil of women's health care. It's time to do away with women's health care once and for all, because we all know what those three words actually mean. Women's health care is code, my gentle sheep. It's a way to refer to the abominable practice of abortion. Now, as much as I detest and reject the possibility that some of you may doubt my word, I have proof. I have obtained this short newsreel produced by none other than Satan's representative here in America, and by that I mean Planned Parenthood. Oh, they love to publicly discuss some of their other minor services, such as breast exams and cancer screenings and care for the unholiest of unholy human organs, the uterus. But here, in Planned Parenthood's own evil words, here, my most precious lambs, they reveal the truth of what they really are. Nothing more than abortion mills. Listen as the cold mechanical voice describes the process involved. and every day, our Planned Parenthood recruitment trucks roam the inner cities of America. Trained spotters search for women between the ages of 12 and 30, looking for women who might be carrying a fetus. These women are lured to the vehicle with the promise of a free iPhone to an inner city woman. This is an irresistible lure. Once they reach the vehicle, they are stunned with tasers rendered unconscious, and tossed into the back of the truck, which delivers them to the nearest Planned Parenthood rendering plant. Each woman then has her pants and undergarments removed, is placed on her back, her feet in stirrups, on a conveyor belt which then runs them into the factory. is removed through a proprietary vacuum extraction method. The fetus is transported through the proprietary vacuum extraction method into a processor which grinds them into a pinkish slush. 
which is then sold to fast food companies like Mac Douglas, which uses the substance to supplement the small amounts of actual beef used in their products. If the woman survives the procedure, the conveyor belt transports her into the loading bay, their underpants and pants are replaced, and they are tossed into the back of the truck, which then takes the women back to their neighborhoods and deposits them in back alleys near to where they were collected. When they wake up, dazed and confused, they will find they have been given a cheap iPhone knockoff. They will not question what happened to them, how they got into the alley, and why their womanly parts are so. Planned Parenthood stands to make billions of dollars every year through this highly automated procedure. Our master, the Lord of Darkness, will be well pleased at our industry, efficiency, and economy. Well, there you have it. If you had lunch at a McDouglas today, you ate the remains of one of God's precious little angels. There's only one answer, my gentle, dear, righteous listeners. I am not a man to advocate violence, but God commands that we do whatever we can to protect human life, even if it means taking human life. President Trump will forgive you. God will forgive you. And so shall I. I am the most reverend apostle Bishop Evangelist Biff Buford from the First Church of the Holy God in Righteousness for His Namesake Assembly of Apostles and Disciples of the One True Jesus. Please send me all your money. This is a little song I wrote for my schnitzel. My schnitzel has a first name. It's J-O-H-A-N. My schnitzel has a second name. It's W-E-I-S-S-M-A-N. Although if you spell it in German, those two S's look like letter B somewhat. I love to eat it every day. And this is why I always say, If you want schnitzel, get your own and leave my schnitzel pork alone. My schnitzel is so tasty and so much fun to cook. It fills mine house with yummy smells and no, you cannot look. I serve it with a noodle dish. I'll send a picture if you wish. But touch my schnitzel, here's the facts. I chop your hand off mit an axe. My schnitzel likes the movies. It likes to go to fairs. The schnitzel in my lederhosen gets me lots of stairs. My schnitzel likes to ride a bike. I let you sniff it if you like. But get that thought out of your head. You touch my schnitzel and you're dead. My schnitzel is my lover. It's warm and fairly thick. 
It asks me to be gentle when I stab it with my... <laughs> what fools these Americans be. They literally invited these kind of things to happen. Almost cursed themselves with this concert. And so much foolishness for such a great country. And this is, this is a great country. It is, when we don't have to deal with idiots. But the problem is, in America, the cream does not rise to the top. No, it doesn't, unfortunately. The cream sort of clots and sinks to the bottom. <laughs> and when you think about it, who would want... To be in politics unless one were dishonest. Given the current state of affairs in the United States of America, what chance would an honest man or woman have? Not much. You mean, you look at the way we select presidents. Oh, you mean by electing the stupidest, most dishonest, slickest people we can find? Well, actually, we don't even do that. Oh, yeah, we elect congressmen. Uh, now we elect senators. That used to be the purview of state uh, legislatures to, to choose the senators yeah. for their state. But we still do not get to elect our president. We vote for electors in the electoral college a college that doesn't even have a football fight song until I wrote one. Yeah. Now, this is not to say we don't have patriots here in the United States. Well, we do have a few, at least. You're one. No, I mean that. You are one. You have been involved in the resistance to Donald Trump ever since he won the election. Before, because I was trying to get people not to vote for him. And uh, I met your older brother at a picnic uh, close to a month ago, I guess. Yeah, he was he's a conservative, but even he said Trump wasn't... But he's a nice guy, and I like that about him. <laughs> Except he thinks I pulled you further to the right. Or further left, and I was and, yeah, yeah, the I made you more conservative. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Again, it's my brain. 
Yeah. No, he he, he said, uh, I think you've t- uh, pulled her farther to the left. And I said, oh, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. She... I was already so far left, I might as well be falling over on my left side. Which is why <laughs> I'm so proud of what you did uh, the day before Megan. Is Megan Kelly uh, any relation to you? No. She spells her last name different than your late husband did, right? Yeah. So she couldn't possibly be... No, oh God, no. Yeah. Her softball interview with uh, uh, Vladimir Putin... You scooped him. You took our blood on the microphone Learjet to Moscow without checking with me, of course. <laughs> Which I, I, I had to get the story. <laughs> well, I know that. I know. I know that. Uh, we're already having financial problems. And by the way, you can do something about that by going to fatmanpodcast.com. Look for the donations PayPal button. Hit that button and be very, very generous. Somebody has to pay for the jet fuel that uh, Di used when she flew to and from Russia. But this is worth every cent we didn't pay for. You you siphoned somebody else's tanks. (laughs) Air Force Ones. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be terrible if the... Uh, no, I'm not going there. <laughs> not going there. FBI is listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, uh, well, Sessions, you know, he's in trouble now. Uh, yeah. They're talking about he's Attorney talking General. He's talking about possibly resigning. and or, or getting fired. Yeah. Yeah, because uh, uh, Jeff Sessions recused himself from the uh, yeah, Russian. Yeah, and he doesn't agree with Trump all the time. Surprisingly enough, the guy's a the guy's as much of a crazy right-winger as ever existed. Yeah, and a racist and all that. But again, I'm so proud of you for disobeying my orders. Well, they weren't really implicit orders. I didn't, like, say, do not use the airplane without my permission. <laughs> I, I, that is in effect now, okay? Uh, no use of the corporate jet unless we both uh, sign off on it because uh, the hundreds of employees here at Those Foolish Americans need to feed. Their, their babies need milk. <laughs> and when we launch off on expenses like this without considering the needs... Of our hundreds of employees. It makes us as bad as the conservatives. Yeah. Yeah, But but this was worth it. You scooped NBC News on Saturday and got this interview with Vladimir Putin. Enjoy. Diane Preston Schmalfeld, reporting from the Great Hall of the Kremlin. 
Russian President Vladimir Putin has specifically asked for this interview to clear up what he calls some of the misconceptions left by his televised interview with Megyn Kelly, which will air Sunday night on NBC News. Thanks to our fabulous brand new blood on the microphone Learjet, I was able to get to Moscow in time to scoop NBC News on this exclusive report. We are joined by translator Boris Kubritsky. Mr. Kubritsky is an employee of Deep Brain Media, and we trust him to give us accurate translations of my questions and Mr. Putin's replies. So, let's get started. Mr. President, did you help Donald Trump defeat Hillary Clinton in the 2016 presidential elections? Mr. President, вы помочь Дональд Трамп поражение Хиллари Клинтон в 2016 году президентских выборов? Конечно, я это сделал. Что вы, идиота? He said, of course I did. What are you, an idiot? So, you admit it then? Таким образом, вы признать это затем? Конечно, я признать это. Что вы собираетесь делать? Импичмента меня? Я на прошлой неделе президент России смываемый. He said, of course I admit it. What are you going to do? Impeach me? I'm the fucking president of Russia, for God's sake. That's a very brazen admission. Это очень наглый прием. Я очень наглый парень. He said, I am a very brazen guy. Which members of the Trump administration or transition team did you collude with to affect the outcome of the election. Которых члены Трампа администрации или переходной группы вы в сговор с повлиять на итоги выборов? Вы можете присвоить ему имя. Я работал с их все. Флинрекса Тиллерсона эта публикация цитируется Мэннефорд, Сесей, Картер и страницы, Пол Райан, Пенсов, даже Дональд Трамп сам. He said, you name it. I worked with them all. Флинн, Тиллерсон, Кашнер, Мэннефорд, Сэшенс, Кортер Пейдж, Пол Райан, Пенс, Иван Дональд Трамп himself. Do you realize that your actions will cause a complete collapse of the democratic system of government in the United States? Вы понимаете, что ваше признание в результате краха американского правительства? Что было плановый импорт слад? Теперь, когда мир потерял все веры и уважение для Соединенных Штатов Америки, Советского Союза, я имею в виду, Россия, является бесплатным для изнасилования всего континента в Европе. И вы не можете ничего предпринять для остановки нас. Вы меня слышите? Ничего. Теперь это интервью. Трамп поступает в течение визита. Перейти сделать себя полезным и вынужденным мочиться на его матрас. He said, that was the plan, you dim slut. Now that the world has lost all faith and respect for the United States of America, the Soviet Union, I mean, Russia, is free to rape the entire continent of Europe. And there is nothing you can do to stop us. Do you hear me? Nothing. Now, this interview is over. Trump is coming over for a visit. Go make yourself useful and urinate on his mattress. Well, in Rome. And it was a long flight, and I drank a lot of coffee. <laughs> this is Diane Preston Schmalfeld, on assignment in Moscow. And now, 
back to the Blood on the Microphone studios in Little Beach, South certain appetites. On a muggy Moscow night, he knows how to cool off right. His reasoning is watertight. It's nothing simple or sedate. For our brand new head of state, he knows a bed will cool off great. When hookers come to urinate, hookers pee pee on the mattress. 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 It's easy if you have the cash. Just hire some pretty Russian trash. With bladders full of sour mash. And soon you'll make a big time splash. Hookers pee pee on the mattress. 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 and whistle while they rest, then sit and listen to it fits, and when it cools, what fun it is, to splash and sleep and hook a whiz. Hookers pee pee on the mattress. 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 
focus deeply on the mattress. Focus deeply on the mattress. Irregular, out of sorts. I should say I am, Lucinda. I haven't taken a good dump in three days. Have you tried Phil's colon blow? Who the, Who the hell are you? I'm the Phillips colon blow lady. Well, that answers that. And take a look at this diagram. I love diagrams. Isn't this a radio commercial? See how a sink gets all plugged up with clogs of hair and grease? I'll say the same thing happens to your colon, but instead of hair and grease, your colon is clogged up by cheese, hamburger, and french fries. Oh dear, how do I get clean again? Simple, drink eight ounces of Phil's Colon Blow. It works just like those liquid drain cleaners, but without harming your delicate pipes. And the horrible taste will kill your appetite for days, giving your sensitive colon time to relax and heal. Give me that bottle! Wait, there's two things you gotta do first. First, you gotta pay for it, and then... Oh, you were right about the taste. It's horrid. Sitting on the toilet when you take it. <laughs> That's how fast it works. New Phil's Colon Blow. Available at supermarkets and drugstores near you. Clean up on aisle three, three four, and five. not going to put up with mockery. Be not deceived. God is not mocked. Well, I don't think God is mocked. Uh, I think you have to take offense at something in order for it to count as mockery. And frankly, I don't think God gives a rat's ass. I don't think he gives a damn what any of us do. Yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Bill uh, Preston Schmalfelt. And I am Diane Preston Schmalfelt. And this is our new podcast, Foo- Those Foolish Americans. And it's a show dedicated to how this nation, which is responsible for so much greatness, is now being run by science-denying idiots. <laughs> Remember when there was still some hope Back when it looked like Jeb Bush might end up as the nominee, he was the uh, uh, far away front runner, if you'll recall. Yeah, and despite the fact that he's a Bush, he at least had a brain in his head. He was the best of the Bush family. He was more Barbara than George or George. <laughs> I mean, but 
still, it wasn't meant to happen, I guess. The following is a paid commercial announcement. Whiskey gold tendrils all shiny 
Islam, it's a veneration of Islam. The left views as better than Western civilization because there's so much self-hatred of the West. Foolish Americans. Those foolish Americans. I'm one of them, Bill Preston Schmalfeld. And I'm Diane Preston Schmalfeld. Would you uh, consider yourself a foolish American? No, I would actually consider myself intelligent, unlike the right-wingers that... uh, think that Islamophobia is a good way to spend the weekend. Or a lifetime. Yeah. Well, I have to tell you that I'm not the best predictor in the world. Back in 2014, 
I wrote a comedy album called uh, 2016 A Race Odyssey. <laughs> and I predicted that Hillary would win the nomination. I predicted that uh, Rand Paul would be her opponent. Nowhere in this album is Donald Trump even mentioned. That's because nobody could have figured he, he'd get anywhere. But I did write what I think was a clever intro to uh, the album. And again, this is 2014 and uh, was two years before the election. And uh, I guess I was half right. Uh, hello there, Haley. Nice to see you again. You too, Bill. How long has it been? Oh, I think it was about back when the grandbaby was born. What you been doing since then, baby? Oh, baby, you do not want to know the answer to that Well, one. you know you're going to have to watch your step for the next eight years. Oh, I know, I know. <laughs> back to the White House, back to the White House, back to the White House. Won't it be great? Back to the White House, back to the White House, back to the White House, you'll be first mate. No fucking around, don't act like a clown, no more with the bimbos, promise me that. A quick little glance, it won't take the chance, it stays in my pants, I promise you that. Back, back to, to the, the White House, House, back to the White House, back to the White House, for eight more years. We're back to the White House, back to the White House, back to the White House, bangers and tears. <laughs> oh, you are inevitable, uh, baby. That's what you said back in 07. Yeah, but this time there ain't no smooth-talking black fellas sneaking up on you. Did you take care of O'Malley? Oh, yeah, he's been taken care of. Yeah. I still don't see what an East Coast liberal like O'Malley can add balance. Fuck balance, baby. <laughs> You're Hillary Clinton, not Elizabeth Warren. <laughs> oh, that's true, that's true. <laughs> We're back to the White House, back to the White House, back to the White House. Election day, there won't be no drama. You the big mama. Ain't no Obama getting your way. I'll govern with class, no ceiling of glass. That big rod of mass in my office chair. I'll restore our fame by staking my claim. Executive Dan, you're practically there. You know, I wouldn't want to hurt Brock's feelings, but... When I was Secretary of State, I practically was the president, so it's not like I won't know what I'm doing when I get there. Oh, and that's beside the point, baby. You had the best mentor in the presidency you could ever have of yours truly. Boy, I miss that Oval Office. You miss that little alcove in the Oval Office back by the kitchen there. That's what you miss. God, I can't believe I didn't shoot you right between the eyes back then. Well, that would have shot your chances to hell now, wouldn't it? Think about it. Being in jail for assassinating the president. That's pretty rough beef right there, baby. Well, you can thank your daughter Chelsea that you're alive because, believe me, I was tempted. I was very tempted. 
tell me about temptation, but it won't really matter, and you know why. I'll be in the White House, be in the White House. You'll be the first spouse, I will be next. Just keep your big mouth shut, practice your golf putt. Don't say a thing, but party line text. I'll be a good boy, your pride and your joy. I won't say a thing to fuck up your world. I'm happy to hear you'll keep yourself clear of scandal. Remember, I got a gun. Yes, I have a gun. And it ain't for fun. <laughs> Remember Vince Foster, good old Vince Foster. Think of Vince Foster if you should stray. I won't let a horn dog be a career clog in this campaign slog. Hear what I say. Don't act like a turd and don't say a word unless that you've heard. I've said it's okay. I'll be like a mouse. I'm not the same louse. And back to the White House where we will stay. When your second term expires, how old will Chelsea be? 2024? It should be 44. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? 16 more years of Clinton's in the White House. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sweet. That's what I always loved about you, Bill. You think ahead like a politician. Now, get out of here. I got work to do. Well, it's all right. I got a date tonight anyway. You son of a bitch. Just kidding, baby. Just kidding. Lay that pistol down, baby. <laughs> now, in my version of this election, uh, I had Ted Cruz coming on real strong. And I was right about that. Yeah, you were. Except for a mistake Ted made in my version of the election while filming uh, a campaign commercial. Well, as days went on, Mitt Romney he was uh, still in there pitching, but no one was hitting him. Mitt finally just uh, kind of drifted off into obscurity. <laughs> he looks good over there. So I kind of left it up to Ted Cruz. Uh, it looked like he was going to win the nomination. Until one day he filmed a campaign commercial. You ain't gonna believe what happened. Ted Cruz for president, gun safety, this is take 23. Action. Ah, this here's Ted Cruz. And if you don't know me by now, you're never gonna know me at all. <laughs> That's just a little joke. But anyway, I'm here to talk about gun safety. You know, the gun grabbers, they can't hardly wait until Hillary gets elected so they can come to your house and take all your guns. Well, I am here to tell you that if anybody tries to lay their hands on my gun, I'll blow a hole through them that the wind will blow through. You ever hear a wind blowing through a hole before? Oh, sorry. <laughs> That was a that was a chili I had for lunch. Anyway, you gotta just be careful with a gun. You know, you don't wave it around willy nilly like this Colt forty five I got in my hand here. We make sure that whatever you're pointing that thing at is something that you are willing to kill. Don't fuss around with it. It ain't no toy. 
Don't ever point it to your head like I'm doing now, because you never know when the son of a bitch is gonna... Ooh, that was loud. Hey, that looks like the top of my head laying on the ground over there. And whose brain is that? Cut. The Brits and other people in the Western Europe want to die if they figure that a society has come to its end and they, they want to end it. Islam is certainly providing them a way to do it. Those foolish Americans. Can't beat us! You can't beat us! You can't beat us! You can't beat us! My, 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 my wisdom makes me so smart. Say, bless my heart. Thank you for blessing me with a mind like mine, so wise and deep. It feels good when you know you're smart. I'm mega brain genius, skilled in the art and such. A treat. I'm known as John. Uh, you can't beat. I told you, Schmuffel. You can't beat me. Yeah, I'm smarter than you. You know, you can't beat me. Rest judicata. You can't beat me. Got the caught in my back pocket. You can't beat me. Your friend, Brett. No chance. Bring on that lawsuit. He's going to lose his pants. I'm smooth. Out of his league, he's going to get a bad lawsuit fatigue because I'm rolling. That's right. I don't even sweat. I'm going to win the fight. What court? What suit? Hoagie on a mission to give the boot. Let him know that I'm so sweet and this is a man uh, you can't beat. Yo, I told you. You can't beat me. Why are you standing there, man? You can't beat me. Are you pondering what I'm pondering? You can't beat me. Don't even file an answer, making you sweat like a tiny dancer. Now, you know you're talking about hoggy, and I'm going to show contempt. And spite, my undies are sticky, so pass me a wipe. I don't need to sweat. What's that in my shorts so sticky and wet? My God, I shit. Laughing so hard, you might as well quit. That's true, because you know you can't beat me. You can't beat me. My funk. It is said if you're exposed to this, then you're probably dead, so stop. Don't file any briefs, cause H-O-G-E spells relief. This is it. And for dinner, take me on. I know I'm the winner. You lose. My son, my monster, pickle your wife will hump. Hump, hump, hump. Gee, you can't beat me. Look, man, you can't beat me. You better get wise, Brett. You can't beat me. What's that smell? It's my beard. Flake it down.
is just so smart. I'm brilliant in the court, and before I even start, I will mock you with every blog that I write. With other co-defendants, we will win this fight. We don't need to prepare. We'll put you back in jail. It's Hoggy and Aaron with Ollie and Stacy. Ask Kimberlin unmasked. He'll say, you can't beat us. You can't beat us. You can't beat us. Yeah, I told you, you can't beat us. Too bad. Can't beat us. Uh, we'll see about that. Yeah. Oh, don't even show up. We might not. Well, I might not either. Anyway, we're wrapping up our first episode of Those Foolish Americans. Check out our website, fatmanpodcast.com. Find the donation button. Be very generous. If you're generous enough, I might send Di over there to give you a widget. <laughs> See you next time. <laughs>